Let's take a little time and talk now about the state that we are living in. Political, spiritual, maybe some life. While you are listening to Phyllis Faber. Jonathan Mason, and welcome back to the pastor's office. It's a beautiful Sunday afternoon, and here's what's here's what's just blowing my mind. Uh, it's the fourth Sunday in October. The fourth Sunday in October. It feels like I was just talking to you in April, in May. This year is almost over. So here's the question I always ask you. Here's what I really want to know. What are you doing with the time that God has granted you? Are you making the most out of this year? You got about two months left. Have you achieved those goals that you set forth in January? Are you making the most of every minute? I'm encouraging you right now. I'm, I'm, I'm sharing with you right now. Time is short. We all are on a clock. We just don't know when it's going to stop ticking, right? So what I need for us to really focus on is making the most of the time that we have. Let's be a blessing to somebody else. Let's encourage somebody. You know, I I love that old song, uh, is my living, that my living shall not be in vain. If I can help somebody. As I travel along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or a song, then my living shall not be in vain. Hey, listen, I'm just so glad to have you here in the pastor's office this afternoon. We got a great show for you. And 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 I wanna I wanna move and bring our first guest in uh, because they are a part of the Gospel Soul series. Uh, this is the third year uh, that they've been doing a gospel soul series. And and I'm pretty pumped about this one because guess what? It's featuring one of the associate ministers at the church that I've been blessed to pastor for the last eight years. And guess what? My church is not giving me any gray hair. My hair is still black. As a matter of fact, it's bald. You really can't see if I got gray hair or not, but at least I feel like it's still black. But but that this young lady is going to be the featured performer uh, in the Gospel Soul Series, and I'm proud to have her here, but I'm just as proud to have the founder and the creative director. Let me welcome them in. Carolyn Sims Neesmith, who is the founder and creative director of the Gospel Soul Series, and Reverend Tanya Wall- Wadi, who is the feature performer. Ladies, come on into the pastor's office. How are you this afternoon? 
Amen. Oh, wonderful, Pastor. Good, Good to be here. Pastor. Good <laughs> afternoon. Now, 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 I want you to know this, uh, Mrs. Sims Nason. Can I just call you Carolyn, please? Because we're kind of comfortable do. in the pastor's office. All right. So, so Reverend Waddy knows what it's like to be called into the pastor's office, right? And, Ooh, and she, okay. she, she always says when she comes in, oh, I'm coming in the principal's office. Here we go. Reverend Waddy, when, when you and Carolyn, Kevin, Kevin, well, what, Kevin, our minister of music, by the way, he walks in and he's like, Ugh, what am I doing in here? And and and, and Reverend Wise is like, no, come on, let's just go in the principal's office. It's okay. But listen, I yeah, promise that's you, what we do. that's right. I promise you, this is going to be a good experience, uh, and mm. we're going to have a good time. And I'm just excited to have you both here, uh, Carolyn. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the Gospel Soul series. How did you come up with it? Uh, what's the mission? Sure. First, let me start by saying that we do have an extensive history in the arts, and we've been at it for quite a long time. Um, the Freedom Choir of Philadelphia, which is the ensemble there, historic group sang for Nelson, the Honorable Nelson Mandela, toured all over the East Coast, spreading the news, the good news. And one thing about the, that choir, we call it a choir, but in that choir, and we had done this years ago, there were... Um, Painters, they were actors, they were dance, all kinds of people. They, but they act, they were singers, and they were singers of the church. So we took all of that and created plays and toured and and ministered to the people. We made room for their art in our in our choir. So it was kind of different kind of choir. It started with the Southern Christian Leadership Conference under the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Wow. So we were also involved in the civil rights uh, struggle. We helped to open the Gerard College by. Just, uh, marching around that wall, just marching around that wall until they got wow, tired of wow. until they started allowing our children to go in there. We we work with the Youth Studies Center. We bring programs to the Youth Studies Center, Greater for Prison, Coachville Treatment Center. We were just not just a choir that we could just sit under our tents and sing, but we moved out into the community. And we also shared our history and our legacy as African Americans, and we, we shared that because there's no way in the world uh, Pastor, we could be doing what we're doing today had not God blessed us in a special way, according to from which we've come. Well, isn't that so, what, isn't that what ministry is all about? Uh, you know, yeah. ministry is about being outside of four walls and touching yeah. people in the community. And I'm so glad that you've taken the gift that God has given you, that special mm-hmm. anointing, that oil that's on your life, uh, yeah. and 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 you've shared it through through these works, and now with the Gospel Soul series. So now, how did how did the Gospel Soul series evolve from all of that? I was having a conversation with a friend of mine. We used to do it before, but we kind of shied away from it. But after the pandemic, I found that when we started up, it was so necessary. He said, you know what? Remember those days when you would just go from after church and we'd have some what call the greens and chicken and stuff and be eating. And then next thing you know, we're going to a gospel program. So I remember those days. And so we know there's so much a part of us that we begin to think about why not start that again? Why not just start that again? It pulls our people together. Like one uh, young man said to me, I, I also work at a senior center and have a choir over there. And he said, I'm coming every time because when I step in there, not only am I blessed, I'm reminded about who I am mm-hmm. and who God intended for me to be. And that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And so because that is so paramount and important to us, we start this Gospel Soul series. We also are able to have artists and people in the gospel come in and minister through song, 
We've even had skits there in our in our program and people playing instruments. It's just a hallelujah time. Wonderful. And we're so happy this year because we have none other than Reverend Tanya Wallawati, who is a part of us, and we're so glad to say, uh, yeah. to come on in the house because we do believe also and work with your own. You know what I'm saying? Work right. with your own. That's right. And That's right. She is a part of us, and we just couldn't wait to feature her in concert. And we know that the anointing's on her life. And you know what happens, uh, Pastor Johnson. I know you do. When she starts to sing it, you know what happens. Well, listen, and, listen, there, there's a reason why she sings the sermonic hymn almost every time before I preach uh, mm-hmm. for the last seven or eight years because, mm-hmm. right because there's okay. oil all over that voice. Do you hear me? There's, vo- mm-hmm. there's oil on that voice. God has given her an amazing gift. Reverend Tanya mm-hmm. Waller-Wadi, listen, talk to me about how you got connected to the Gospel Soul Series and, and talk to me about what we can expect this year. Okay, so I started with the Gospel Soul series, really this third, all three series I've been a part of, um, just singing with the Freedom Choir, and then also being featured as a soloist um, with the Freedom Choir. But Mr. Allen, one of our own, he he makes sure that he's able to connect with others. But uh, Apostle Lenore Young called me and said that she could not do the first Gospel series. And she pointed out to me and said, could you call this Mr. Allen? Because I referred you to be a part of the Gospel Soul series in which I could not be a part of this year. And that's how I started with them, just by someone referring me to sing two solos at this the first Gospel Soul series. And I've been with them ever since. And now I'm on board singing with the quartet, what we call it, more like a fellowship the love that we have towards each other and mm. we have a good time. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, so now that we're, they're featuring me, this was an honor when I got a call from Carol. I said, she said, Tanya, I'm thinking about featuring you. I said, huh? you know, and I'm <laughs> like, are you sure? She said, yeah, girl, I need that. I'm going to bring you right on out. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's good or bad. And she know that stuff that I say. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but, um, so um, I've been so excited. Um, I'm feeling even more of a fresh anointing that's going to be amongst the whole place that day. Mm-hmm. Um, not only on that, on each and every singer that's on the Freedom Choir, that God is just bring out his fresh anointing and that someone may come crying, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? We never know which end it's going to come from. Mm. You know, in reference to some some souls being saved just by hearing the word of God through song. Absolutely. So I'm excited about this um, gospel series coming up, and I'm more than honored. I'm just so honored and over, you know, excited about what God is going to do on November the 5th. Amen, amen. You're listening to Philly's mm-hmm. Favorite 100.7 FM, and we are in the pastor's office talking to Carolyn Sims Neesmith and Reverend Tanya Wallerwadi about the Gospel Soul Series concert coming up on November 5th from 2 to 4 p.m. at Scott's Mills, 3510 Scott's Lane, Studio 3015A in Philadelphia. Let's talk about some others that are on uh, the marquee for the Gospel Soul Series. Carolyn, who else can we look to hear from that evening? Okay, we have Sister Ashley Haywood. 
And now she started with me with the Freedom Youth Mass Choir. And that was some years ago. And we went to New York representing Philadelphia and competed. And they went out of there as the number one choir on the East Coast. This young lady was a part of that. And she sings with an anointing as well. And now we have her coming in there and blessing us. And we are looking forward to having her with us. Of course, you got the Freedom Ensemble. Uh, like like Sister Tom, Reverend Tanya said, we're like a family. This ensemble is a family, and within the ensemble itself, there's so many different vocalists in there. You're just gonna have yeah. a good time. You're just gonna yes, have a good are. time. Now, I must also add that a space is limited, so we want you to have people to feel free to like call it in or either use our webpage, CSN Productions dot com go in there and you can just put your uh what card in there your debit or credit card and sign in there and pay for your seat and we will have your name at our welcome table when you come amen, that amen. way you are guaranteed to have a seat you have people we are we are loving people as we should always be to one another and we really want you to feel good when you come in there so we don't want you standing around trying to find out if they have a seat available Amen. If you know what I mean. Absolutely. And we don't want you to lose your car. You know how we lose our car. No, you all know we have a little ticket in the face. Oh, I can't find my ticket. No, we're going to just, well, we're going to just take advantage of this, um, of the internet right now. And it works so good with us before. And even if you don't have an ability to do that, because we're older saints who don't know how to do that, that's all right, too. We, I think we even have for you a way to do cash app. And we have a telephone number for you to call so we can help you. And that number is 484-222-0418. We do not want anything to stop you from coming and being a part of this because we look forward to a major blessing every time we do something in the name of the Lord. Because he's always in the midst of it. If not, we just don't do it. Amen, amen. Reverend Waddy, give us give us just a little sneak preview of a couple of the songs mm-hmm. that you'll be singing on that day. On that day, we're looking at doing um, Tremaine Hawkins, mm-hmm. uh, A Change. Also, we're looking at doing um, How Excellent. Mm. And we know that God's name is excellent. Oh, Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Mm, sure enough, is worthy to be praised. Believe me. Mm. All that he has mm. done for us, all that he continues to do for us. Mm. Uh, we better get excited because he got some yeah. stuff going on. And I know mm-hmm. that he is in the blessing business, and I know that he will and can mm-hmm. make it happen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Um, mm-hmm. Also, um, the battle's not yours by Yolanda Adams. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's a couple other songs we're going to do. We're going to do. I'm going to do two hymns mm-hmm. that'll be uh, without the background vocals. That one is "How Great Thou Art," yes. and the other will be. Um, he looked beyond my fault. Amen. 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 There's so many there's so there's so many churches today that seem to have forgotten about the hymns. Uh, mm. And and I don't know about you, but the hymns are mm. what I know got our people over. Yes, and, yes. and I'm so very I'm so very committed here, at, at, you know, at the, at Northeast that yes. we, we we sing hymns every Sunday. Yes, you know, that, that, that listen, yes. my my producer here, my board up, you know, it might it might not ring his bell. He, you know, they like that <laughs> praise and worship stuff, right? Mm-hmm, but every mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. and then we got to open up that red book and sing No Not One. Oh, how I yes, love Jesus! You you know? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 
Yeah, used to be in there giving a little yeah. bit of history. Oh, I know yes. you come. You, you got to come to the program because look, listen. You talk. This is what we want to share too because young people are coming. And one of the things I meant to tell you that that that's, the gospel was so serious. We're going to have a skit. I know you love it. It's Reverend oh, Floyd yes. and his and his wife, uh, Sister Rosalie. Okay. And they're going to represent the 1950s era. You know when they talk about it, when the creek don't if the creek don't rise, they'll see me there. That's right. That's right. And I might come there once every other month or two, three months, as long as we can get together back in those days. But they're coming back again to talk about how this gospel music is moving them and what it means to the church. Okay. All right. Well, listen, I want all of our Philly's favorite listeners to to get the information about how they can get tickets, how they can be a part of this great event, the third Gospel Soul Series. So do me a favor, uh, Carolyn, mm-hmm. just give the information one more time. Give them ticket prices. Tell them where to mm-hmm. call. Tell them where to go. Let's make sure they have it all ready. Okay. Well, this is CSM Productions. It's the name of the company. And we are at 3510, 3510 Scotts Lane in Studio 3015A. And don't let Scott's Lane fool you. It's right off of Ridge and Allegheny, but it's, it's more towards East Falls. It's called the East Falls area. You know, the famous graveyard that runs up and down 33rd Street, that large one. But nonetheless, okay. you can't miss it. You get off of uh, Ridge Avenue, and if you're coming down from downtown, you make a right on Scott's Lane, right up your past Allegheny Crossway. And you go into a little street. Don't let that fool you, because after a while you're going, you're going to come to a large opening with parking, and that's where we are. So don't let the name scare you. The All other right. thing is, you have to go to www.csnproductions.com, and it will lead you to where you can buy your ticket. Once you buy your ticket, we get your name, and it's at the welcome table. And we'll be so happy to welcome you. The tickets are twenty-five dollars. And that helps us to keep these kind of programs going on in Philadelphia. And we just thank those who already support us. And thanks for the future support. Thanks to Pastor Jonathan Mason. Excuse me. Yes, thank you so much. That's my pleasure. And and I, I want you to know I printed out your flyer. Uh, mm-hmm. But let me, and I and I tried to use the QR code, but I see that I didn't print out the whole QR code. But talk oh. to me. What, what's your seating capacity? We have about what, 60 there. It's very intimate. 60, 60. seats? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, listen, I can't. I, I don't know. The QR code won't fire up for me right now because I didn't print it properly. But Reverend Wadi, mm-hmm. I will have a I will have a check for you for five seats on Sunday. I want to support oh, this God. effort myself. All yes. right. Thank you so much, Pastor. Oh. Yes. All right. So all right. Much. All You've right. Always been one of my cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, God we're going to support that, and uh, and mm-hmm. I want to be there, and I want to encourage all of our yes. Phillies yes. favor listeners mm-hmm. to get out and be a part of the third. Gospel mm. Soul Series. Give the website one more time. I don't want them to miss it. Give it the website one okay. more time. That's www.csnproductions.com. And that's on Sunday, November the 5th, 2 to 4. Carolyn Sims Neesmith, Reverend mm. Tanya Waller Wadi, thank you for joining mm. me in the pastor's office. Pastor. And we know that on the 5th, it's going to be an awesome, awesome spirit filled time. We'll see you there. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And we'll be right back after these commercial messages. Hey, Philly's favorite listeners, welcome back to the pastor's office. We want to thank 
Carolyn Sims Naismith, and Reverend Tanya Waller-Wadi for joining us in our first segment. Don't you dare forget to go out and get your tickets to the Gospel Soul Series. I want you to be a part of it. I want to see you there. As a matter of fact, don't meet me there. Beat me there. But listen, let's take a pivot. October the 7th, something happened uh, that has shocked the world literally. Uh, Hamas, after taking a great deal of time to plan uh, this invasion, invaded Israel. Uh, They invaded Israel by land, sea, and air. As of yesterday, as of yesterday, over 5,000 Israelis and Palestinians have died in this Israeli-Hamas war. And again, we're talking from October 7th until yesterday. Over 5,000 have perished. I want you to think about that for a second. And, and now there are thousands of Israeli tanks at the southern border of, Hama, of, of Gaza preparing to go in for a ground attack. Thousands of tanks. Well, clearly Hamas did a great job of surprising everyone. And many of those that were surprised were those that were there in Israel on vacation as part of a religious mission or as part of a religious excursion to visit the biblical sites uh, that are all over uh, that part of the Middle East. Well, One of the churches that was in Israel at the time of the attack was a church located in Anniston, Alabama. And that church is the Hillcrest Baptist Church. And one of the members of the Hillcrest Baptist Church is with us right now. Her name is Anna Messer. And I want to welcome her into the pastor's office right now. Uh, First of all, Anna, welcome. Secondly, I'm so glad you're back at home and you're safe. How are you this afternoon? Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. Well, I'm so I'm I'm excited to have you in the pastor's office to kind of walk us through your experience. So, first of all, tell us how you ended up in Israel. Uh, well, I was going on vacation, <laughs> um, and I just uh, signed up to go with my church, and um, there I was. Um, we landed in Istanbul and um, headed to Israel not long after, and we started our vacation. <laughs> so now, and, 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 and many of our listeners may not 
uh, have had the opportunity to to be a part of these excursions. But typically in the church culture, you know, you get the flyer about a year out. Hey, we're going to Israel. We're going to visit yeah. all of these different sites. Uh, you can you get on a payment plan or pay it all at once. You yeah. know, but but it's something that's built up to. It's something that's exciting because for many people, it's not just a bucket list. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity to actually visit the places where Jesus walked, exactly. you know, visit the places where, where David reigned, uh, visit mm-hmm. the places that the children of Israel entered into. I mean, I mean, I'm getting excited just talking <laughs> about it. Uh, so Anna, I got to imagine, you know, this was, this was something you were very excited to do. Yes, extremely excited. And just, I mean, if you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you want to see those sites. I mean, it's just something that you want to do. And um, the Lord just impressed on my heart to to be on this trip. And he provided, you know, the finances and um, I was able to go. So um, I was super excited, still am so um, just blessed at what we did get to see and I'm looking forward to maybe going back one day, so, um, you so, know, and seeing the rest of it. Absolutely. So let's talk about that. Uh, how many members of Hillcrest were on this journey with you? Well, we had 25 total, but um, we had a few visitors from different churches in the area. Um, so we probably had 20 members from our church. All right. And so you landed in Israel on what day? Um, I think we, we actually crossed the border by bus. Okay. Um, on Sunday, I think that was the seventh or eighth. So you, Today so we're still running together. <laughs> so you landed in Israel on the very day that the first attacks took place. Yes, and I had we. Somebody may have known, but I had no clue. <laughs> really, really, yeah. wow. Okay, all right. So walk us through this. Help us out. So you you get you cross the border into Israel. Hamas launches its attack on October seventh. Uh, you guys are just getting your bags out of the car, putting them into the hotel. <laughs> Help us get paint the picture for us, Anna. Well, I, like I said, I didn't know anything was going on. I no- noticed that it was um, taking a little while, and so they were like, you know. This is a little bit different than routine, um, so because our pastor has been there several times, um, and his wife, and so they were like, uh, "It's just taking a little bit longer." So when we finally got to Israel, we went to our hotel, and um, you know everything was pretty much normal, trucking along. And then the next thing we know, um, we've been advised to stay in our hotel. Um, that's when. Um, I guess it got a little bit dangerous um, for us. So So, we were advised to to stay in our hotel and not go on the rest of the tour. So at that point, I'm sure now you're kind of tuning into news reports. You're finding out what's going on. Um, What's going through your mind? Well, um, you know, it went from, you know, we're going to be perfectly fine to I'm probably going to be a martyr or, you know, I mean, you just, your mind goes everywhere. I was the only member of my family there. Um, my husband, of course, was um, a little bit upset. <laughs> and, um, you know, I just, I prayed. We, we went to the hotel, let us have a conference room. And um, Dr. Anthony let us all say a prayer. And mine was, um, I just remember saying, Lord, let us be used by you, you mm. know, like through this. Wow. And, um, and I didn't know what that meant at that time. Um, but, you know, and I still don't know 
you know, everything that is going to come of this. But mm-hmm. I just know that after that, I had that peace that passes all understanding. Um, and I had to keep, um, you know, reiterating the fact that we were safe. I was okay. And even if, you know, something happened, I was going to be in heaven with Jesus. So, um, and I know that doesn't sound, you know, that didn't make my husband feel any better <laughs> or my kids or my family, you know, my other family members, but that was the truth. And that's how I felt. I wasn't one bit nervous. Um, you know, I, I think it, it might've come a thunderstorm one night. And I remember just being able to fall right back to sleep because thunder can sometimes resemble other things, you know, when you're in a war zone. But, um, so I just, I, you know, we were, I think the whole group was just blessed with that peace that passes all understanding. You know, um, you know very real. <laughs> I, fe- I feel like it's a Psalm 23 moment, yes. you know, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will mm-hmm. fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy right. rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And, and and what you're basically saying is that even in the midst of the storm, you found peace. You found comfort yes. because yes. you know who your God is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and listen. And we were completely, you know, at, uh, you know, there were times that would try to creep up and we were just, you know, Jesus. All you have to do is say his name yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it goes away Absolutely. <laughs> instantaneously. Wow. Um, so it's just a miracle that we were able to see what we did and we're home safe. <laughs> Amen. So, so, so you had that piece. So help me understand because the news reports here in the States basically gave us the indication that several of the airlines stopped flying uh, in and out of Israel because of the attacks and because of the war. Uh, how did you get out of there? Well, it was our understanding that our, I think on that Thursday night, our flights got canceled out of Tel Aviv. Um, so it was our understanding that that whole airport was, you know, shut down. So um, the tour company that we were with got us out um, back to Turkey and um, we flew out of Turkey after about three days. So we we were supposed to come home on the 13th, and we didn't start our journey home actually till that Saturday night late. Um, and we got back to Miami on um, Monday night. And so, I think that's, yeah. so you spent three days in Turkey. So at least you got to see a little bit of Turkey's culture, right? Well, they they suggested that we stay in there, too, um, just because people were starting to protest, and um, it just wasn't—they didn't feel it was safe for us to go out. Um, I, um We did have a, a group go out that, you know, because a lot of people or several people didn't have all their medication to last the extra days. And do you know what? The Lord blessed us with not— one but two pharmacists on this trip Wow! Um, that were able to help people ration their medications. And, you know, it was just a miracle. That in, in and of itself is a miracle. I mean, um, so they did have to go out to a pharmacy. But other than that, we stayed at the hotel. So so when you arrived, two things I want to want to talk about here. Uh, first, when you arrived back home, uh, you said your husband was upset knowing that you were in Israel uh, which what husband wouldn't be, right? right. <laughs> uh, but that had to be the longest and most fulfilling embrace you guys have ever shared when you got back home. Am I yes, right or wrong? Sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> he was waiting on me, and um, we have three sons, and two of them were able to come. So, And we had church members waiting on us, and 
it was just a, a very, very, you know, heartfelt, <laughs> uh, you can imagine. Absolutely. I mean, we were very excited to see each other. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, listen, I can't wait to leave the studio today and get home to see my boys. And I saw them this morning. So, <laughs> oh, no. so, so, I can't. <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, so, yeah, yeah, so, so, <laughs> yeah, so, so if, if I'm excited to see my children after about eight hours, I'm sure, uh, coming home from a war zone, it's, 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 it's pretty fulfilling feeling, but here's the other thing. And really on a serious note, you said that you prayed in that conference room, Lord, let us be used yeah. by you. And, and as I think about that and I think about your journey and you have an amazing testimony that yeah. you will be able to share for the rest of your life that's going to encourage somebody that's going through a battle, a rustling with their faith. Right now, you could be able to say, listen, I was in Ham- I was in Israel. Hamas attacked, you know, but we were safe from harm. We we rested. I mean, I I can't tell your testimony for you, but the fact that you had two pharmacists on the trip, I mean, come on. That's God providing in the midst of what seems like impossible circumstances. Yeah, you're right. Amen. He's just—he's—he's he's good, and he's faithful, and he will take care of his children. No period. doubt about no it. No questions asked. <laughs> well, well, Anna Messer, I, I, I certainly am thankful to God uh, that you're home safe down there in Anniston. Uh, I'm thankful to God that you're there with your family. I'm thankful to God that you're back with your church family. And mm-hmm. I, and I got to imagine that Sunday worship service. My goodness, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Amen. Well, listen, I want to thank you for joining us up here in Philadelphia in the pastor's office. Uh, We are continually praying for you. And guess what? I'm praying that you get a chance to go back and visit Israel again when the time is right. Thank you so much. All right. God bless you. Thank you. You too. All right. Political spiritual, maybe some life. While you are listening to Phyllis Sun.